Recording, I yes. think. Okay. Welcome to another episode of This Is Getting Old, and might I just say, I'm a little bit tired. Clark, how are you doing today? Well, as you can see, I have um, some coffee, as we're recording at an unusual time today. Oh yeah, this is uh, definitely an off-kilter one, so if you hear any children in the background, or anybody running around the house whatsoever, that's because we're doing it when people are awake, which is weird for us. It's very weird. Yeah, I have a list. Uh, usually, everyone's asleep upstairs. Now, everyone's awake upstairs. Well, I hope this. So it's a little I hope weird. This doesn't imply like a rush or anything like that. Yeah, no, we're we're gonna have a good time. Hi, buddy. Right on, right, right on cue, right. Hi, Liam. Doom, doom, You hear the feet running up. So, uh, do you want to talk about the off discussion thing? I do. At the, I do want to bring up something because I want to get your reaction real quick to some to a story that I haven't told you before um, but we were talking offline about I used to work at Chick-fil-A um, I worked I worked at Chick-fil-A as a kid and then I worked again full-time for a couple years as um, an operations director which is kind of like a general manager of an individual restaurant um, and so I won't get into the deal like why I left Chick-fil-A because I, maybe I'll save that for grinding my gears one day um, but if you know anything about Chick-fil-A, you know they're very customer service focused and um, very Christian centered. And um, I worked really hard as the director, like you lead scheduling, you work shifts, you know, you um, coordinate logistics of large orders, you hired, you fired. Um, you create like a leadership team and, um, and that kind of thing. So our leadership team was a kitchen director, a training director, catering director, a front of house director, and then like a quality director. Um, but anyway, here's the funny, I hope, hopefully this is funny, this is a story that blew my mind. Um, like at one point we were in the market for a new kitchen director, so I interviewed a guy. Um, and our interviews are like, you have the other director sitting on a panel, and um, you know, you're sitting at a, around a table firing questions at the interviewee. Um, and I always like to ask like a random get to know you question at the end. So we're in, again, we're interviewing a kitchen director, and. Um, I asked him at the end of the interview, I said, hey, tell us a joke. And here's the joke he said. Okay, so again, Christian organization, Chick-fil-A. Here's the joke. It was quick. A baby boy was born a few weeks ago without eyelids. So the doctor circumcised the baby and used the discarded foreskin to create new eyelids. Everything is working out fine, except now the boy is a bit cockeyed. That was at a Chick-fil-A interview. We just sat there in silence. I mean, that was funny. It was funny at the time, but not the time or place for it. No, definitely not. What do you think about that? Um, he's sure confident in himself. I'm not sure if that was it. I, 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 I. I think he was just a goon. 
Yeah, I don't know really what to respond to that because anytime, like I've had conversations with people that I've been training for work, and in the well, I'm just talking, and in the conversation with them, they just tell me stuff that I'm like, yeah, no offense, but don't tell this to the person who's evaluating your chances of working here. Right. And this the guy who worked at Chick-fil-A for 10 years or so. He knew not to say that. Yeah. But he did anyway. Well, I guess that's a good way to lead us into the topic that has nothing to do with that. That's perfect. Yeah, good lead-in. Well, uh, let's go with this. We're talking about Chick-fil-A. We're going to talk about ducks today. So it's kind of like chicken, ducks, you know, move move to the, the like, is that fowl? Yeah, I was going to say, is it foul? Because uh, your discussion that you had was such a foul way with that person. Wow, okay. I see what you did there. It's pretty good, right? It's really good. The words. We'll let the listeners decide if that was good. If that was terrible, let us know. If that was good, let us know. So today we're going to be discussing something that we've all talked about. We've all heard about. We've all spoke about. We've all seen a duck show. A duck cartoon. And that leads us into... Let me first start this discussion by thinking, who are the first two ducks that you think of when you talk, think about duck cartoons? You're going to have to go Donald Duck and Daffy Duck. I completely agree with you. Yeah, so Do- Donald Duck... When it comes to research on this podcast... I don't really touch that. I'll look up Wikipedia. Clark is more the research hound on this show. But I will say that Donald Duck was created in 1934 by Walt Disney Productions. He was an anthropomorphic white duck with a yellow-orange bill with legs and feet and a sailor shirt, but no pants. And that seems to be the theme that carries on well into the future. There's nothing wrong with going pantless. <laughs> and then with Daffy Duck, Daffy Duck was created by uh, uh, was created in 1937. It was his first appearance in Porky's Duck Hunt, and he was voiced by none other than Mel Blanc, the voice of so many different Looney Tunes characters. So Daffy was 37. When was uh, Donald again? Donald Duck was 34. So Donald Duck was around first, okay. Yes. Typically, I always see the Disney characters typically are created first, and then Looney Tunes creates a more uh, darker shadow version of the Disney characters. That's interesting, and I know uh, Donald Duck, um, he also has his his sailor suit, and the way he speaks is you you can barely understand him. but he's he's mischievous and you know he's irritable all the time. While Daffy Duck is, um, he just behaves in a Daffy way. He does kind of have a little speech thing where he you know, he spits when he talks, but it's not quite like like Donald. You can't, I mean, you really can barely understand him. Yeah, is it is it da- Daffy? I'm thinking about that does the, all the sounds with his tongue. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. him. I wasn't sure if that was him or Sylvester. I mean, Sylvester does the same thing, I guess. Right. Um, and so the question is, maybe listeners are like, well, why did you, why choose cartoon ducks? There are so many things you can choose. 
But if you go to Wikipedia right now, and just type or just type in cartoon ducks and Google it. I mean, you've got a list of a hundred different ducks, maybe even more. Mm -hmm. um, they alphabetize them, and there are so many cartoon ducks. For some reason, the duck has come off well in the cartoon world. Yeah, and it's weird because once you hit like the late '80s, early '90s, there was just a series of duck shows that just took over cartoons. Like it was insane. I mean, let's jump into the very first one that I can think of, and that's Ducktales. Oh my goodness, Ducktales is so good. I mean, I don't know anyone in our age range who doesn't know Ducktales, and they have a reboot now. Um, so my my daughter's singing the exact same theme song, mm -hmm. um, and she's you know thirty years younger than me. Yeah, and it's weird because for the first time ever, each nephew Huey, Dewey, and Louie actually has a different voice actor, whereas back in the day they were voiced by the same person. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was all they were all voiced by uh, Russie Taylor. Okay, I bet the pay wasn't as good. Um, let's probably not. I, I don't know. It's curious because with Mel Blanc voicing so many different Looney Tunes characters all at the same time, uh, you know, what was his pay compared to right. anybody else? I don't know. But now they have they get like a celebrity to sit in and and probably get paid a million bucks for one episode. Yeah, that's the one issue with voice acting today. Is voice acting was kind of an art. Like, if you bring somebody in, they were known for that character. Whereas now, like, we can just bring in any celebrity to kind of take over that role. Right. But, but yeah, so uh, the other thing that I, I'll always remember for DuckTales is actually, it's the first comic books that I actually ever read. Because the very first comic books I ever read were Scrooge McDuck comics. Oh yeah, yeah, um, and he's all, he was always a like a, even way back in the very early days, he was always like super rich, and um, like he he traveled and had some crazy adventures, right? Mm -hmm. And how rich was he? I'm not asking for a number. I'm asking for what was he able to do with his money? I don't know. You tell me. He was able to have money bins, like legit. Oh, money bins. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Bins like they're like building size banks or bank vaults that he was able to jump in and dive in the coins. Yeah, he'd have to take an afternoon dip in his coins, in his, co in his money bin. I know several episodes um, involved some, some kind of criminal trying to steal his money. Yep, like the Beagle Boys. Yeah. The Beagle Boys or I'm trying to remember the, the, the female... The, the sorceress, uh, oh, magic, magica dispel. <laughs> so your memory is so much better than mine. I'd have to definitely look that up, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I always remember the Beagle Boys because it was always a different Beagle Boy. And then there was an episode where they showed uh, Mama Beagle had a birthday party, and they had all the Beagle Boys there, and there's just like hundreds of different Beagle yeah. Boys, and like, oh, so that's why there's always someone different. Yeah, definitely one of the main, um, one of the main bad guys. And then, let's also not forget uh, that it has one of the characters that actually carried on later on to a different duck show, and that's Launchpad McQuack. Launchpad, Launchpad McQuack may be the greatest duck of all time. 
Yeah. He connects. He connects shows. He, um, I mean, look at the guy. He's 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 sort of dumb, right? He's supposed to be dumb, um, or at least not. I mean, you know, kind of ditzy, right? But he's like he's built. He's like one of probably the biggest or, or yeah, he's jacked. Tallest, he's upper yeah. body jacked. <laughs> yeah. He's muscular. He's but he's funny, but he's dumb, right? Oh yeah. But he he and, and the 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 show you're talking about is Darkwing Duck, correct? Yes. What's funny, though, is um, one of the running jokes of DuckTales was the fact that he would crash a plane or crash a vehicle all the time. And he's always considered, like, the best pilot in the world. And you have, you know, Scrooge McDuck, who has all the money to spend and wants to get the best pilot. And he always gets this guy who can't stop crashing. Yeah, you know, some some characters can go cross over to a different TV series or show, and they kind of become different than who they were. Not Launchpad. Well, it's, he's the same guy. It's not a hundred percent true because while they keep everything, Launchpad doesn't actually f- crash a lot of stuff in Darkwing Duck because Darkwing Duck, you know, drives his own motorcycle, drives his own vehicles. So Launchpad's not. Yeah, the I guess one besides the cr- crashing part, I mean, just the whole his. I don't know. You maybe you can tell me. I, I didn't look up if he, the same person like voices him, but mm-hmm. in my memory, it's the same. Like he sounds the same. He acts the same. Maybe not crashes as much, but he uh, is definitely like that ditzy like sidekick guy. Yeah, I believe he always has been voiced by the same person. I, I mean, I'm not counting the new version of it. Uh, I know well, I could be wrong. I'm trying to pull it up right now. Launchpad McQuack, yes, uh, Terry McGovern. He voiced him basically all the DuckTales continuity since 1987, up until wow. the 2017 era. So he's, so he's doing it, and he's, he's also the voice now. No, uh, now it is uh, Beck Bennett, who you okay. may recognize as, um, he does like Saturday Night Live. He's one of those Saturday Night Live guys now. Okay, you said up until 2017. I got yeah. you. I thought you said through through 17. I guess. No, no. no. They, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's a Saturday Night Live guy. I mean, you recognize him once you see him, but he's one of those guys that you wouldn't recognize off the bat. Okay, so I would like to take a minute, um, if you don't mind, to um, carve out like a segment of this episode for. Um, well, I'll start with a question to you. All right, so. Um, Airing from 1988 to 1993, what, let's say, do you remember the the show Count Ducula? I have seen it in passing. I have never watched Count Ducula. So in 88, I would have been four, right? And, And that's about, four or five is about when I remember watching this. Maybe one of my first memories. Um... So my first cartoon duck ever was probably Count Duckula, uh, not to be confused with Quackula, which is a whole different, different duck. But again, like there are hundreds of ducks. Um, but Count Duckula is a British animated comedy horror television ser- series, um, which is a spinoff from Danger Mouse. Um, Duckula himself is like green. He's short. He wears uh, traditional vampire clothing, and he's a vegetarian. Um, vegetarian. Yeah, and I, I don't know if it's true, but I feel like I remember that instead of blood, he has like ketchup in his veins or something. I don't know. It's stupid, but um, that'd be awful. 
I, I was five or six, and I literally remember this being my first cartoon, my first duck cartoon. Um, let me give you kind of an example of, uh, kind of a, a, a episode example. Like this is what happened in most of the of the, of the shows. Um, so it has an amazing theme song. It's like he flies through the night looking for a bite, but he's back home by daylight. And it's like Duckula, Count Duckula. So bad, but it's so good too. Yeah, that sounds um, like an eighties thing. Oh god, it's so eighties. Um, but I remember Duckula being like an anti-vampire. Um, like he wanted to be kind and gentle. He was a vegetarian. Uh, the butler and the housekeeper were around when Duckula's parents were around, and they were evil. So they're always kind of pushing him to do evil things, and he's like, no, no, and he's completely nerdy and not evil. Um, but I remember the 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 housekeeper, whose whose name is Nanny. She's like seven feet tall, like launch pad would look small to her. Um, but she has like incredible strength and her voice sounds like Miss Doubtfire. Um, but I, I didn't remember a whole lot. I remember Duckula, the theme song, and I remembered Nanny. Yeah, right? Hello! Um, but I mean, this is, is it's a British a British show. Um, but Duckula, they, they sounds American. I think a British person voices Duckula. But I mean, it does. He sound, I mean, he's it got sounds the, like it grew up in the '80s era of cartoons. It sounds like right. an '80s concept, but I'm sure they just got voice actors that are British, or, oh, yeah. or sounded British, because it, it, everything about it sounds like an '80s American concept to me, with the music and everything. So, in preparation for this episode, I watched an episode. I went back to watch Count Dracula to see what I remembered and see if I remembered correctly what I thought I remembered. So. Um, in an episode titled No Sax Please, Sax as in saxophone, No Sax Please, we're Egyptian. It's the name of the episode. So if you want to watch it, go go check it out. Um, but in, there's a scene where Duckula is sitting at the head of like a long dining room table in his castle. And Nanny's outside of the room and calls like through the wall. She's like, hey, I have hot, hot cocoa. And Duckula's like, very good. Come in, Nanny. And she busts through the stone wall, right? There's a door like right beside her and she busts through the stone wall. Um, and he's like, why can't you come through the door like everyone else? She's like, oh, I forgot all about the door. And so she walks out the hole, knocks on the door, and he's like, oh, sweet, you got it right this time. Come on in. And she busts through the door, knocking it down, like walking through the door like she walked through the wall. Mm -hmm. um, tell me that's not like as British comedy as it comes. Yeah, that's pretty British. I mean, as dry as, as possible. Um, but later she's, she's, um, she lays the cocoa down after she comes in. And, you know, right in front of, of Duckula, but her strength is so strong, like, she knocks the table up and it catapults, like, silverware on the other side of the table towards him. And it's like, doof, 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 like, darts all around his, the shape of his head, and, like, almost hitting him. And he's like, Nanny, the last time, the last time you did that, you killed three chambermaids and a footman. <laughs> She's like, um, they were only part-time. <laughs> and the little blonde um, never dusted the pictures right. So it's like... This is, I mean, I'm five years old watching this, so I do have a question. Mom okay. and Dad, why did you let me watch this, number one? <laughs> um, number two, I probably shouldn't have been. Um, but then there's another episode. I was like, i got to watch another. And uh, Igor, who's, who's Duckula's butler at one point, is driving them to like the town, and he barely misses hitting people, like, like hitting him with a car. And um, Duckula's like, careful, you almost hit those people. And so Igor says, um, I know, sir. Um, I fear my aim is getting worse. Perhaps I should go back and have another go. Like, he's trying to hit the, like, you know, and mm -hmm. Duckula's like, no, you know. Um, 
So it's really dark. I mean, it's it's kind of billed as a horror, animated horror cartoon show. Um, it's funny though. It's hilarious. You got to go back and watch it. It does feel like, in a way, they're trying to get off the backs of, like, say, the monsters. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but I don't remember anything being. I don't remember there being a a duck, like a cartoon show like this one. Like this seems. It seems like looking back now, it seems very unique to the the genre. I guess cartoon ducks is a genre. It seems very unique. Um, but again, I shouldn't, been, I shouldn't have been watching that at five. <laughs> uh, so, okay, then let's also spin into this, because... Uh, straight away, let's just jump into Darkwing Duck, because it's also that dark uh, style, but they're yeah. just absolutely trying to rip off of Batman, because it came out in 1991 to 92, so it came two years after the TV series came out. Yeah, so it came out two years after the live action 1989 Tim Burton and Michael Keaton's Batman series. So obviously they were definitely playing on Batman. And there is an episode that I actually listened to the other day. And I say listened to because there's a podcast that I listen to called The Duck Blur, where the first 100 episodes they discussed, they watched all 100 episodes of DuckTales and then re-talked about it on the show. And then now they are in Darkwing Duck. And there was an episode where they were doing the origin of Darkwing Duck, and he was telling the story, obviously, quite inflated for the listeners. Yeah. And it was the story of him basically as Superman, like shipping him off from another planet uh, to aiming for another planet, and he lands on Earth instead, and he becomes... Like, it's literally the story of Superman. So I'm like, you know, you guys are just absolutely ripping off Warner Brothers and not caring. So wait, so that, that's the origin of Darkwing Duck? I guess. It's really doesn't he have weird. like a, he has like a, a daughter, doesn't he? He has a, an adopted daughter. Oh, uh, okay. Who? Penny? Uh, and her name is Gosling. Gosling, okay. And... She actually is the voice actress who played Chucky in the Rugrats TV show. Oh, bring it all back. That's cool. Which we'll probably rehash Rugrats just because there's a new TV series coming out and a movie coming out in two years. Um, and also, we kind of deleted the previous Rugrats episode. Well, that's right. Yeah, we yeah had some... Um some changes to the to the podcast setup, but yeah, um, Darkwing Duck was probably my favorite, one of my favorites for sure. Um, and I think in 2015 there was a ru- in 2015 there was a rumor that uh, Disney was going to reboot Darkwing Duck, um, but that that never happened. Um, I think instead they they published maybe a comic book series in 2016. Um, but yeah, I mean I remember. Uh, Darkwing Duck, it came on um, Saturday mornings on ABC. Um, and Darkwing, of course, is Drake Mallard is his real name, right? Yes, Drake uh, Mallard. But yeah, I didn't know that it, would, it was like a Superman. But I didn't know he was from another... I guess I, maybe that was like the pilot or something. I forget the first no, episode. No, it's, it's like 30 plus, 33 episodes in. I don't what? know why. Yeah, it's so weirdly placed. It's like a prequel it's, episode? That's yeah, pretty it's cool. It's not a good written episode, uh, honestly, but... 
I think they were just joking and trying to tie everything in and do something different. I'm looking now at uh, Wikipedia, and it says season one was 65 episodes. Yeah. But that's, that's back crazy. in the day that you just power-loaded stuff and went through it. Like, the very first season of Pokemon is 73 episodes? Right. And now you look at it, it's like 42. 42 is about the average for cartoons. Oh, 42, okay. Yeah, yeah. roughly. It's then the next the two 40s. seasons were um, 13 apiece, two and three. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's it, that's it's just a uh, it's a weird cartoon thing. I don't really understand that. Like you look at it now, and if they do anywhere between twenty four to forty episodes, that's about the norm. Do you got the time to listen to me whine about everything, something, nothing at once? I never remember that part. I am one of those. This episode has been brought to you by Log. Log. It's big, it's heavy, it's wood. Log. By Blamo. The other thing that I'd like to discuss is, are you familiar with the Mighty Ducks at all? I'm familiar with the, uh, yeah, you, I mean, of course, you're talking about the cartoon. You'd have to be. Uh, I don't, wait, cartoon? <gasps> wait, what is this? I am not familiar with any cartoon. Yeah. Maybe you are? Yeah, so, um, in 1996, I believe... Uh, it was after the movie came out and everything like that. Um, the NHL franchise, the Anaheim Ducks, were purchased or I believe created. I'm not 100 percent sure. Hockey is not my forte. Uh, was, Same. Was created by Disney, and so they tried to get a tie-in cartoon between the movie and the franchise and everything like that, and they created the Mighty Ducks. Uh, animated series yeah so did you watch any of that I actually did I know I watched a bit of it because I have some of the action figures and uh, I know there was like probably like uh, an hour long movie or a 45 minute long movie so it only ran for like one season it was 26 episodes um, your typical runtime of cartoons which is like 22 minutes it was on ABC uh, Outside of that, I don't 100% remember a lot of it. I remember that they kicked butt and like stopped crime and everything like that. But at the same time, they in their spare time, they played hockey. <laughs> I imagine it had to work hockey in some way, right? Oh, yeah. Um, your leader was the goalie. He actually had like the gold uh, like Mighty Duck like hockey mask. Made famous okay. back in like the 40s and 50s. <laughs> oh man, I'm looking at the. Um, I just I just looked it up and like the the front cover, like the the, the I guess the title of like the Mighty Ducks front title, the animated series is evil looking. Oh yeah, it's very menacing. Oh my word.
Yeah, I know they were aliens from like another planet and they came here. I don't 100% remember. It's been so long since I've seen it. But, uh, I don't know. It was definitely something that obviously I was into because I got two of the action figures back in the day. Yeah, I see, I don't remember anything about about them, but I'm looking it up, man. They okay. See, I'm imagining. Here's what I imagine when we you said I imagine like kids running around fighting crime, like a PJ Masks type deal. But these guys look, I mean, they're these are guys. These are these are look like adults. Yeah, this is. Uh, they're definitely adults. I mean, this came around the era of extreme dinosaurs and street sharks and everything like that. That this came right after that. So they try to make them, you know, bad looking, like. It's like uh, the characters' names are Wild Wing, Nosedive, Duke, uh, Mallory, uh, Vanderflock, uh, Czech, Vanderflock. Czech Grin Hardwing, uh, and Canard Thunderbeak. Those are their, your main characters' names. So I'm like, they're always trying to make them look badass and everything like that. But obviously, it was weird. It seems like this is right around um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles time. Oh, this is 96, 97. So Ninja Turtles came out. In I want to say '85, but I think I was probably watching Ninja Turtles around that. Probably extended into around around then. I'm trying to pull it up right now because the original series. Um, we're gonna get into that. I actually have somebody that's really interested in discussing this because every time we get into a discussion, we talk maybe once or twice a week, and it always seems to always lean into uh, Ninja Turtles for some reason. Whether yeah. it be the movies, the cartoons, anything like that. Uh, yeah, we always seem to flock towards it, so... I don't even care that the heater's running anymore. I'll mark it. It's actually not that loud compared to uh, the AC for some reason. I checked it last time. Gotcha. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Is it... It looks like 87. Let's see. The TV series was in 87. 87. So that was only two years off. So not too bad. Yeah. But it, see, it lasted 10 seasons, though, until 96. Well, it lasted 10 seasons because they, they made that stuff last. Oh, yeah. Like, they, they created more uh, characters constantly. Uh, they kept you know, oozing, I guess you can say, more characters. Is that you doing your little thing you do, like Secret of the Ooze? Uh, yeah. Secret like the, the Ooze that they, they transformed, that mutated them? Yeah, because uh, uh, there's been so, I mean, there's so many different interpretations of it. Like you had the original animated series, you had the live action series in 97, 98. It's a horrible show, but I'm more than happy to talk about it when we can talk about that episode. Uh, yeah, the Wait, did you say the did you say the animated series the original was horrible? No, 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 no. I'm saying the live action series. Was oh my gosh! I was like, well, I almost quit just now. I just didn't know oh, if you no, do no, that. No. I was about to get out of here. No. We'll get into that. Don't worry. Okay. So, um, I guess let's also then let's let's finish up with Mighty Ducks then and just state that um, I recommend someone just watch like the pilot episode because it looked like it was a decent idea and it just didn't. Obviously, the writing didn't go well because it didn't last well. I know they had many famous voices like Frank Welker. I mean, Frank Welker is the voice of uh, Freddy in... He's Freddy in Scooby-Doo. He's also the voice of Megatron oh. in the Transformers TV series. 
Now Frank Welker is very famous for doing like Garfield back in the day. So it's he's a well-known voice actor that actually was in this show. Okay. So it had something going for it, but uh, I guess let me just fade back over to Daffy Duck that we started with because Daffy Duck actually had a TV series uh, that I personally absolutely loved, and that is Duck Dodgers of the 21st and a half century. I've never even heard of that. You've never even heard of that? I mean, they no, you're going to have to explain they that one. They referenced that a lot back in the uh, old original series. I'm trying to pull it up right here. Um, it was based on the 1953 Duck Dodgers of the 24th and a half century, created by Warner Brothers. So obviously it's not infringing on anything. It's created by the same company. However, uh, Duck Dodgers was a complete parody. It was only three seasons, 39 episodes. Um, but the concept was... Uh, it's based on the original Duck Dodgers shorts, which is set through the 2350 AD. The series also takes uh, many visuals and thematic cues from the Looney Tunes shorts unrelated to the Duck Dodgers character. Uh, it's science uh, fiction premise. Uh, many other family characters from the Looney Tunes Pathion are actually in the series, like Yosemite Sam plays like a Klingon Star Trek kind of character. Elmer Fudd plays like this weird uh, mind-altering alien. It's It's... It's very humorous to what they do. I know they had uh, Wiley e. Coyote play like a predator in the TV series. What? That's nuts. I, yeah, I've never even heard of it. I'm looking at it now. Oh, it's. Um, I recommend you watch it because it's fantastic. It, this the show is great. It takes so many like parodies from what you from stuff that you took watched back in the day, and it kind of like brings it home for. Hey, 94, Duck Dodgers was voted number four of the 50 greatest cartoons of all times. And, my personal favorite, they use the bands like Megadeth and Thrash Metal in certain episodes. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Okay, I definitely got that on my list. Yeah, it's, it's You really write that good. down. Um, and then, my personal favorite thing is it actually has one of my favorite uh, producers slash writers of all time. Uh, Paul Dini, who wrote like Tiny Toon Adventures, Batman the Animated Series, Superman the Animated Series, Batman Beyond. He's a producer for the show, so obviously, like you had someone that was well uh, uh, credited running yeah. the show. You mentioned Tiny Toons, man. That that's such a good show. We could have an entire episode on just Tiny Toons. And I know you could easily talk about Batman for. 15 episodes. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's not a hard thing to do. We can talk about yeah. each episode, honestly, for an episode. I can overanalyze whatever. You know what? That's going to be our spin off show. We're going to watch an episode of Batman the Animated Series and tell you what happened. <laughs> Instead of this is getting old, we're going to have something else that's, yeah, just just Batman. And then when we run out of that, we'll jump into Batman Beyond. Wouldn't be anything like Batman on Batman or anything like that. Oh, no. We can't do Fat Man Batman because um, that's been taken away. And uh, Bat- Fat Man Beyond has now been uh, created by. Uh, a future episode discussion. I'm not sure if this is like the way this is going to fall with how we're recording this one in the morning, but that's either a um, we're either like foreshadowing or we're talking, you know, or we brought up something we just discussed. Goal is to get it done tonight. Uh, I'm hoping only an hour recording, hoping to be done by 9, 30, 10 o'clock so I can actually do a little bit of editing on the other episode and then I'll put it out hopefully Monday morning. That's fingers crossed, everybody. Uh, okay, to, so let me ask you real quick to towards, towards the end of... <laughs> okay, right. Um, 
Okay, so towards the end of this episode, let me ask you, what would you, you've got a, you've only one, your favorite cartoon duck of all time? Oh, Scrooge McDuck, hands down, just because I read it as a kid, that's like my first comic book, really. Um, hands down, huh? Not, yeah. even, not even a close second. No. It's not a close second. There. My first comic books uh, wrapped around like Goofy and uh, the Super uh, super Goof and everything like that, but then also we had Scrooge McDuck, there was some Donald Duck cartoons, Huey Dewey and Louie, that's what I grew up with reading when I was a kid, so watching DuckTales definitely brings it home to me. Um, what about you, Clark? What, what's, uh, what, what's your take-home favorite duck character, cartoon, anything like that? My favorite cartoon duck of all time is Ludwig von Drake. I'm just kidding, it's not. It's really not. It's Darkwing Duck, for sure. I, I was going to say, if you're going to say gy- uh, Gyro Gearloose or something like that, then I'm okay with <laughs> yeah. Ludwig right. von Drake, come on. You guys, go to Wikipedia and just type in, like, animated ducks or something like that. There are so many. I could spend an episode, I could spend 30 minutes just naming them. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, especially with the, the one funny thing about this show is your typical side character is usually a dog character in the uh, DuckTales or anything like that. If you see like a random character who's just going to be there, he's usually like a butler dog or just a dog yeah, or something like right. that. So it's, it's weird. And also, check out Count Duckula. I'm telling you, the theme song will be stuck in your head. Not even the theme song, like the ending credit song, which is a continuation of the theme song. You have to go and check that out. Uh, maybe I'll carry that on. Uh, we're going to lead into the final thing of the day. And I asked, Clark, what's been grinding your gears? Well, it hasn't really, it's not really grinding my gears, I guess, but um, when you have a, it's kind of like what's happening to us, and it's been happening for a few, you may, you know, the listeners may kind of hear a repetitive thing going on with me, but when you have kids, and you have one kindergarten age and one that's newborn, you just have a household full of germs. Like, we sanitize, and my wife, who's probably going to listen to this, knows, like, we wipe down things, we sanitize and we just keep passing around like a cold. There's nothing we can do. Um, and so that's, I mean, it's nothing earth shattering, but I'm just tired of being sick, you know? Um, and I, from what some people tell me, you just gotta deal with that till they're all like out of, till they're all past like kindergarten age. Um, so that's pretty much it for me. What's grinding your gears? Um, honestly, I only have one grinding my gears and if you have a set bedtime and a set uh, wake up time, um, which is set wake-up time varies about an hour or so. Why the heck have you all of a sudden decided to stop sleeping at night? Liam, what the heck? <laughs> the reason why we're recording this episode so late is because Liam decided um, he wanted to randomly take a nap on Friday, which, you know, we've, we've recorded on Saturdays before, we'll do that. So we got off of that Friday episode and we just decided to do Saturday. And then Liam decided to stay up until... 9 30 10 o'clock at night and that's ridiculous and then i felt i could have probably stayed up longer but i then i fell asleep yeah and mind you so sorry about i that. did what i had to do to keep liam awake throughout the day we went to the store we got some food we let him run around the store usually this is like stuff that adds on and wipes him out and that kid didn't like he was doing stuff purposefully to stay awake I like he was like lifting his arm and dropping on him to like doing like that. And he was like doing little <laughs> tricks and little stuff that I remember doing when I was a kid. And I'm like, oh my God. And Sam's like, what is he doing? I'm like, he's purposely staying awake. And he's doing yeah. all the tricks I knew how to do. So he's a little you. Oh yeah, it's terrible. 
that's funny because I see things in Amelia that I'm like, God, that makes me so mad. But then I'm like, that's exactly that's me. Yeah. Like how can you how how mad can you be really when it's you? Uh, I I hate myself. Let's go with that. <laughs> um, Same. Not saying that I hate you. I hate myself. Yeah. So I guess that leads us into the part of the show where I say, ladies and gentlemen. We are really coming along with this website, gettingoldpod.com. We officially have some Google ads on there. So constantly, you actually just showing up to the website gives the idea of uh, traffic, I guess you could say, through the with the website. And whether it be uh, clicking the ads, something like that, that's where we actually get credited for is by ads being clicked. And so... The only way you can get ads that you want to see on there is by constantly checking up on the website, looking at our f- episodes of the past, and perhaps emailing us. That's that's the best way to get good ads on that website. Um, yeah, so the way the Google AdSense works is they basically, w- with your uh, search history and I guess it's ca- your cache, um, mm-hmm. everything that your computer that you've seen now is super, uh, I don't know, it's very highly technical, but they have an algorithm where they just basically know what you've looked at and then they will send you an advertisement for, or like they'll put it up on our website in these certain spaces that shows, hey, you're interested, you've, you've searched for this, are you interested in this, which a lot of times is actually a deeper discount than what you were looking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that you got to, I mean, you don't even got to buy anything. We get, uh, we only get, we don't get anything from, like any kickback from you buying anything from those ads. It's just, no, you click it. You basically. click it and close it, and we get credited for it. Yeah. Um, the other thing we have on there now, and I'm very excited about this because we are entering Christmas shopping time, really, and it's in full force right now. We have the Amazon.com link. When you go onto our website, you will see an Amazon link on there. All you have to do is click it, and it'll take you right over to an Amazon web page. And in the hyperlink, you'll see uh, GP most gifted dash tag equals getting old pod uh, 20. And when you see that code up there, that means we are actually getting credited for uh, a kickback. And what happens is, say you just purchase something like you would any other time. Say you already have something in your cart, you jump right over your cart, you click purchase, we actually get a percentage off of that. And by doing that, that actually helps us um, try and gain money to get better equipment so we actually sound better. Yeah, as soon as we get a, a mixer, it's going to be great. We're going to be able to do so much, so many more things than just basically an audio um, recording of us talking, right? Yeah. There's going to be so many things we can do. And uh, especially with, since we have uh, at least two guests lined up, if they can't come here, because one of them's in Virginia, I mean, he's closer to you, but that's still like eight hours of driving. Oh, yeah, it's um, a long way. Uh, that episode won't sound the best, because I'm going to have to go back doing it a little bit the old way. But we'll see what we can do with that. Yeah, and um, the thing with Amazon, it's really cool because, I mean, it, it helps us. And it's not like it, it, the percentage of what we get is such a – it really is pretty small. But even even like 34 cents that we get here and there, um, it goes you know it goes to making us sound better so we can deliver better content mm-hmm. for you. So – yeah, it's important. Do it. Click I, uh, it. Yeah. Uh, 
but also with the website, as you know, you can also email us. It sends directly to our email. Other than that, you also can email us at gettingoldpod at gmail.com. There you can send us uh, future episode discussions, topics, whether you would like to be on an episode. Like I said, I already have one person that's going to join us for a American Ninja Warrior slash American Gladiator episode. Oh man, that sounds exciting! Uh, the mighty—I'm uh, sorry—Ninja Turtle episode that we just had discussed. I'm really looking forward to that one. That's cool. So that's just two discussions, and then you know the plan is in January to bring your wife in here in the studio. We'll talk a little bit about Harry Potter. My wife. Your wife, double E. There we go. Um, you also can find us at our Facebook group at This Is Getting Old, and I'm very excited about everything that's been going on there. Constant communication, constant uh, communication with uh, the different posts, questions, polls, anything like that we put on there. People have been discussing on there, and I really appreciate that. Yes, thank you. Just get involved. I mean, even if, if you don't want to click our link and buy your normal stuff, you know, whatever, just get involved and um, like talk to us. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. Just... Like, that really is support. That's really good. Just just get in there and, and say something to us. Mm-hmm. And you can message us on that Facebook group. But also, if you would like to join us here, we uh, what I mean by that is uh, I would like to do a segment of we read your emails on the show, whether it's a question for us, whether it's a question for a past topic, anything like that you would like to throw your two cents in, uh, send us an email, and we can read it on the show, and we will uh, shout you out. That's exciting, man. I love everything that's happening. Absolutely. We're at, right now, uh, roughly 28 plays per episode, which I didn't think was going to be that high, purely because I released a Pokemon episode. Pokemon is pretty niche. Let's, let's, let's yeah, for sure. Not, let's not pull strings here. It's, it's a pretty niche episode. And for the fact that we actually had 22 plays on that episode, I'm completely shocked. Yeah, but but the people who like Pokemon don't like Pokemon. They love Pokemon. Yeah, you're right. You're not they wrong. Just, they just like devour every little crumb stone out there. Yep, you're right. You're right. When you're right, you're right. When you're right, you're right. All right, so I guess that leads us to me saying, Liam, this has been getting old. <laughs> I guess I should stop now. Hold on. Oh my god. Liam, you're crazy. You're a crazy monster. There's a wide selection of Count Ocular reading and activity books, and the new Count Ocular annual is available from shops.